Good evening. I'm Zach Collins with your KSOM Sports Update. And to start off this sports update with some breaking news, Caitlin Clark will be playing her last few regular season games in a Hawkeye uniform after all. Clark announced on X that she will be foregoing her fifth-year option to enter the 2024 WNBA draft. While the WNBA continues to fight for attendance numbers, Clark may be the power that brings fans into the WNBA as she continues to sell out stadiums, just as she did this upcoming Sunday for the game against Ohio State at Carver Hawkeye Arena. She is likely to be drafted by the Indiana Fever, who have not made the playoffs in over eight years, last going into the WNBA playoffs in 2016. Clark has been averaging 32.2 points, 7.4 rebounds, and 8.7 assists per game this season. In a post via X, Clark stated, quote, It is impossible to fully express my gratitude to everyone who has supported me during my time at Iowa. My teammates, who made the last four years the best, my coaches, trainers, and staff, who always let me be me. Hawkeye fans who filled Carver every night, and everyone who came out to support us across the country, especially the young kids. Most importantly, none of this would have been possible without my family and friends, who have been by my side through it all. Because of you, my dreams came true. Clark has now a total of 3,650 points, surpassing Lynette Woodward at 3,649 points, and is just 17 points behind Pete Maravich's all-time record of 3,667 points. The National Player of the Year candidate leads the country in 20-plus point games of 29, marking every game this season for Iowa. We will continue to see Caitlin Clark in a Hawkeye uniform in the meantime as they prepare to take on number 2 Ohio State on Sunday, March 3rd at 12 p.m. And jumping over from collegiate basketball, let's jump on over to the Atlantic Archery team as they're going to be competing for another state title at the state tournament this upcoming weekend. Tom Robinson has more. The state archery tournament is set to take place this weekend at the Iowa State Fairgrounds in Des Moines. Approximately 2,300 student-athletes from nearly 150 schools across Iowa will compete for the state title, including Atlantic, whose archery team has had another successful season. Coach Clint Rowland is confident in his team's focus and believes they are in a good position to succeed. Kind of set our goals and what we want to do, so I think we have a, a good focus on where we want to be and what we want to accomplish there. Coach Rowland attributes his team's success to their hard work and dedication throughout the season. It's just kind of muscle memory at this point and just believing in themselves and going out there and we'll let the cards fall and see what happens. The Trojans have had a lot of success competing at the state meet. In 2022, an Atlantic team won the state title in the bullseye competition with a 33-81. And Coach Rowland was named the state archery coach of the year. He says Prairie, Valley, and Spencer will provide tough competition for his squad and others. Coming on really, really hard. You know, they always do towards the end of the year, so that's someone to look for. Uh, Animosa's doing really good. Springfield's doing really good right now. Washington's doing good out of there. Uh, so there's, you know, there's eight or ten schools like we talked. There's there's about ten schools right now that are in the mix that uh, 
could pull off a state title this year in both disciplines, and we happen to be one of those 10. We're, we're in the mix. Uh, it's going to have to be a really, really good day for us on both sides to, to beat some of that competition it's because that competition's tough. So it, it's nice just to be in that mix with those schools. Grant Petty, a freshman on the team, is ranked number one in both the 3D and bullseye events. He has consistently scored top marks with a score of 297 in both events. I like the pressure and you know, so like, I know he doesn't want us to, but I look at scores before before I shoot at tournament. There'll be days where I'm like, okay, I look at the score and someone's shotgun and like, I got to do better. I And then I put that pressure on myself and I'm like, I, I got to just take it in and do my best and get as close as I can to that to succeed. Connor Johnson is also a strong competitor for Atlantic, currently tied for fourth in the 3D event with a score of 293. The tournament will begin at 5.30 p.m. on Friday with events running from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. on Saturday and 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Sunday. I'm Tom Robinson reporting. Thank you, Tom. And as the archery season continues, let's go to the wrestling season that concluded just a few weeks ago. As the Griswold wrestling program saw great improvement this season, when compared to the last previous seasons. While the state tournament didn't fall in Griswold's favor, the Tigers still saw one of the more successful seasons in the past few years. Head coach Bob Amos helped sophomore RJ DeShong get back to Des Moines, but unfortunately, he didn't get a spot on the podium for the Tigers after falling 3-2 to two in the first round. Yeah, this was a second year going. He went as a freshman, and he went this year. And I compare the two, you know, it sucks losing both of them at state or going 0-2, but there was, uh, there was a lot of positives I took out of this year. He actually was one mistake, one bad move from winning his first match. He wrestled, he wrestled that kid well. He lost to him 2-3, to three, but he just was made one bad move and kind of cost him and had another opportunity to get his arm out and decided I'm going to try to jump jump over and do a half well I, I told him if you get someone down you got an arm out barred up you uh you run with that hay rope or that but or that farmer or whatever we whatever people call it but you get an arm barred up on a heavyweight it's pretty much over at that point so wrestling is a tough sport but is one sport that continues to teach life lessons that are impactful for young athletes as they continue to grow in the sport they continue to grow in life and help to build up the Griswold and help to build up the Griswold wrestling culture. Well, you know, the kids, they come in, they work. Wrestling's probably the toughest sport a lot of these kids are going to do, and I've had multiple ones tell me that this is the toughest sport they, they, they're involved in. But I had one young, young, young man tell me that he's like, I do four sports, and uh, this is the toughest one, but this one I love the most. I was like, well, and this is his first year, so I told him, I was like, you learn more about life in wrestling than you do with any other sport, in my mind. I mean, I'm sure people will argue with me on that, but I think wrestling will teach you more about yourself and more about life than any other sport you're in. So Griswold went from having under five athletes last season to 13 in the 2023-24 season, showing drastic improvement in both numbers and in results on the mats. This will only continue to build over the course of time, and hopefully will bring more athletes to the mats to make Grizzled a tough competitor come next season. 
it's tough doing a sport, you know, doing something you're you're not used to or getting out of your comfort zone to do something like wrestling and and you know go from having four or five kids last year to having 13 this year was a uh, was kind of a nice thing to actually be able to fill a wrestling room. And I'm hoping next year we can maybe get a few more to come out because we're going to pretty much have the same team that we did this year. Plus, hopefully some new ones come in and hopefully we can improve this offseason because we're going to do some offseason work, try to hit up some camps and try to hone in on some of our skills is the plan. So but I'm kind of looking I'm looking forward to next season already. Kind of excited. So looking ahead, Coach Amos is looking for his athletes to step up and start to show more leadership next season. Coaches are going to be one of the biggest impacts on your success and life, but hearing it from your teammates is more than important in the development of teamwork and trust within a program. I'd like to see them step up and be leaders and kind of take the bull by the horns, you know, so that way sometimes when you got student leaders, you know, other kids listen to, you know, so, I mean, I can, I can preach and get on them as much as I want, but when they got a peer kind of getting on them too, then they, maybe they'll straighten up a little bit too. So that's kind of what I'm looking for. Some leader leadership coming out of a couple of few kids this year. So confidence is the key for the Tigers this off season with a young team. It is tough to build confidence early in the season. If the Tigers can build that confidence in the off season, you will not only see the records fly up, but the program as a whole start to see a vast amount of improvement. I'd like to build some confidence, you know, because kids are kind of, you know, kids are, they're afraid to take a shot. You know, you, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So I want to build a little confidence in their, in their takedown game, you know, so I'd, I'd like to build some confidence this offseason. The Tigers only graduate one senior, Trevor Burrinson, and will return the other 12 members next season as they continue to build experience within the program. And continuing collegiate news, it's all women's basketball here as Husker Jazz Shelley's made her mark at Nebraska in her three seasons as a Husker, and her work is paying off as she's been named to the 2024 Women's College All-Star Game watch list. Shelley is one of 58 different women's college basketball players who have a chance to play in the All-Star Game, including Iowa's Caitlin Clark, Indiana's Mackenzie Holmes, and Penn State's McKenna Marissa. The grad student was a first-team All-Big Ten selection in 2023 and was named as the Associated Press National Player of the Week on February 13th. The Oscars will close out the regular season this coming Sunday, March 3rd, against Illinois at 3 p.m. And jumping from Lincoln, let's head on over to Des Moines, Iowa, as Drake Bulldog Anna Miller has been honored as the Missouri Valley Conference Player of the Week for her excellent performance last week against Missouri State and UNI. The junior averaged 20 points and 15.5 rebounds last week, while also throwing in four blocks for Drake against the Bears and the Panthers. Against Missouri State, she had 19 points and snagged 12 rebounds, while also whipping out two assists. With that double-double performance came another, as Miller had 21 points and 19 rebounds in the win against UNI and 11 rebounds coming in the second half of action. Drake and Miller have an excellent way to finish off their home slate this weekend with a game against UIC tonight at 6 o'clock, followed by a game against Valparaiso on Saturday, March 2nd at 2 p.m. For news, sports, and more, check out our website at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Zach Callens with this sports update. 